Well, hey there, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. Let's talk about events, event planning, promotions, marketing, all the things. I get asked about running a successful event so many times. I thought I would share that with us uh, today. I have shared a little bit before about becoming a destination and running events as a destination shop, but let's get down to some nitty gritty about what makes an event or a promotion successful or not successful. And I'm going to give you some actual steps to follow um, that I recommend to all my retailer inner circle members and into my client list as well too. So let's get started and get some event planning and make sure that we have the most successful event that you can. Let's go. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers and advice from industry experts. Together, we're gonna work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Okay, I wanted to put some simple strategies together for you around planning and organizing for sales and marketing events. And ideally, we wanna be planning ahead four to eight weeks. Don't freak out if that's not happening for you. But I will tell you that planning ahead will take off so much stress for you and actually save you a lot of money. And it is the key to having a very successful promotion. And I don't want what I don't want to see or what I hate seeing is when a retailer tells me that they did an event simply by discounting the whole store. They did a storewide random act of event planning. <laughs> and that is never the, the never the way to approach doing our events. So we want to have a little bit more plan and plan with the end in mind goal as well too. So that's the key to event planning. <laughs> there you go. Don't need any more of the podcast. We don't want to start, I guess, with the event type. We want to reverse engineer from the event purpose. And this is something that I think a lot of us do. I used to do it all the time as well. Just kind of randomly, as I mentioned, randomly doing events. This might work, that might work. But instead of thinking about doing a customer appreciation event or doing something along that line, let's think about the purpose. What do we want? What is the objective of the event? What is the reason that we are doing this event? So when I say events, I want to clarify, I'm talking about free marketing and promotional events, things that we're going to do to drive traffic or interest to our store. I'm not talking about the paid events like workshops and, you know, those types of things, the things that people are paying for and that we're trying to um, bring in. We've talked about those in previous podcasts and we'll talk about that more, but I'm talking about free promotional events that we want to do for our customers to make them smile. I'm talking about maybe product launches, or it could be a free demonstration, free demos inside your shop. Maybe it's a guest vendor coming in, a pop-up or an event that you're doing maybe in your, maybe around or in your shop. Uh, it could be a customer appreciation day. I mean, those are what we think of sometimes when we think of events, you know, um, 
holiday holiday events, holiday things. I love community events like shop hops and girls nights out, that type of thing that benefits the community and so many other people. You know, maybe it's a spring, summer or, you know, holiday clearance event that you're doing and you want that to be super successful. We want to think like maybe it's a theme, uh, Mother's Day back to school event, all of those types of events are really what I'm, I'm speaking about today. There's also, you know, interesting new events. And I guess, you know, we could talk about types of events, and maybe we'll have to do a whole separate podcast on that. But I've seen so many creative, beautiful ways of hosting events with my retailers lately. You know, Sylvia from Louisville Mercantile is doing a, you know, welcome, a welcome event for new residents. She has so many new residents in her community. So, you know, that's a wonderful way with a goal and objective. And <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. I've also seen and I've done personally done events where we were specifically hosting local, maybe it's real estate agents or design people or the media or something along that line, something to get exposure, visibility, and marketing. This is what we want to, this is what I'm speaking about today. So I want to share my process that I share with my retailers and that I've always done with promotions and events step by step and share with you sort of the simple way to do it. And again, starting ideally four to eight weeks ahead at least and I have a lot of retailers that do you know that we do quarterly planning and plan out at before the quarter starts we plan out all the events and ideally that's the way you want to do it so much easier on your brain and if you're like me everything that we can do that's easier on our brain is very helpful right so the number one thing we want to start with is start with the reason what is the reason and the objective of the event. And sometimes it's not just, well, I actually don't want to hear you say <laughs> just to get more foot traffic in the door. That's not really an objective. It's, an, you know, we want that to happen, but we really want to have a specific objective. So maybe it is, you know, taking, um, maybe it is a revenue goal. So we want to make money this weekend. <laughs> we want to make this much money. It's a big weekend. Uh, you know, we have a specific objective of that. Maybe it is to introduce awareness. Again, when I mentioned doing an event about, you know, inviting the real estate board to your shop for an event. So, you know, that was to get awareness. And we want to make, you know, we want to have an objective of awareness for that. Maybe, you know, again, maybe it's sales boost. Maybe it's to introduce a new product line. If we're doing a product launch and we really want to make sure we just want to do something wonderful to get the word out that we have this beautiful new product line in our shop. So we have to think about the objective. So what are the objectives of your marketing and promotion, this event that you're creating? And filling that part out first, that's where we have to start. The second part is knowing how do we know if this was a successful promotion? What are the metrics we're measuring? So don't let your eyes glaze over right now when I say that. But I challenge my retailers uh, inside my inner circle and my clients to put a number or an, uh, an outcome to that. So for example, launching a new product line. So that's the objective. We want to launch this new product line and we're going to do an event of some sort. We're going to figure out what, but what is, you know, what, how are we going to know if it's successful? Well, we're going to do, we decided we're going to do a free demo and we are going to be, we're going to consider a win if 25 people come to this free demo and if X number of people 
sign up or take a trial piece or something along that lines. We have objectives. We have numbers that we know behind it. So I have, and maybe it's, I don't know, I'm saying the number, but maybe it's also, there's just so many different things. You can, sales average order, maybe your average order, you were, your goal was to increase your average order. Maybe you had a holiday clearance event and you really wanted to sell X number of sales that day of your clearance events. So you'll know by looking at your POS system. So that's the objective. So it can be sales or maybe it's just an increase of your average order or maybe it's an objective of the number of people that come in the door for that awareness visibility. We had 12 media people show up for this event and and talk about us. That might be the objective. That's the win, right? So we want to make sure we know, we'll know if it's successful. So I hope that, I hope that's clear. Number three in how I'm planning out my promotions and my events is I write out the details of the event, keeping in mind the end goal of, of whatever that objective was, but always, always with the objective of how are we going to really wow and delight our customers and make this memorable and happy and they're going to love it and they're going to, you know, talk about it. It's going to be an unforgettable. I, I've shared before about making things an Instagrammable moment. How are we doing that with this event? So when you're figuring out the details of your event, add that sort of caveat to it. Like, what are we going to do to wow and delight our customers who show up at this event? What are we going to do to wow and delight the, those new people or people that come to our demo? What are we going to do that's a little bit different than maybe what they expect. I mean, in a in a, a wonderful way, <laughs> make them smile. So I always love to have like a little bit of an extra little, what what are we doing to make it memorable kind of thing on the details of my event. So number four is the sales goals specifically. Now that does go back up to our, you know, how will we know if it's successful? But I would love for you to have a sales goal. Again, if it's a visibility event, that might be a little bit different. We'll, we'll look at that different. But I do also want to assign a budget. We need to have a budget. And when we create that budget, we need to make sure we are accounting for the staff hours. That's before that, you know, all the prep work, getting ready for this during, um, you know, and during the during the event and all of the all of the hours that it's going to take, just giving yourself some rough estimates of, of that being aware is the is the intention through all of these things. Being aware of what this actual event is costing you. Because if you're like me, we could go like crazy pants on events. Oh, and I have a story to tell you about that. It's kind of funny. But, you know, we have to pay attention to our materials, our prize. You know, if we have a prize, you know, if we have, if we're going to give away prizes, thinking about what's our budget around that. If we have food and, you know, maybe the supplies, like go out and buying giant numbers or balloons or whatever we're doing, all the things, you know, and everything. But we have to have an honest budget. And I, I really think that that's one of the hardest parts of all of this. A lot of us are so creative. We can think of wonderful events to run, but then we kind of go bananas. I'm only speaking for myself here and some of my clients that I've worked with before about, you know, we can go crazy with the ideas of how we can wow and delight our customers or how we can make this the best event ever. You know, we're going to discount everything and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. But is that making us money? So one of my clients had a really successful event, planned her event out, so proud of herself. And then when we did the math, we did the math 
So she had a wonderful sales day. But then we, you know, we backed out the cost of goods, obviously, you back out the cost of goods. And she had blown away, like, it wasn't meant to be a clearance, but she marked everything down because she was in the spirit of getting people excited about being in the shop. And that's not how we wow and delight all the time. But anyhow, we know that, right? So she had a big sale and she had, you know, brought in all her staff and maybe that was necessary because she hyped it up. That was great. She had some fancy food. She had balloons. She had cake. She had all the things. And at the end of the day, when she sent me the email and she was like, man, I'm feeling so good. I got this great number. And she was so excited. She sent me a text. And then guess what happened when we started doing the math a few days later? She actually lost money that day. It's heartbreaking to say that, but it's it happens all the time if we're not looking at the numbers. So I want your event to be successful in that it's profitable. That's why we want a profitable event. And again, you know, if you're doing something like, you know, visibility, you at least having a budget and knowing you consider that a marketing event, right? So if you're doing a visibility event, meaning you've invited the press or the media over and that's your event. You know, there is a cost associated to that, to hosting them and all of that. Wonderful. You know that. You call that a marketing event. So we've had a budget. At least we know that. But if you're doing something to drive sales because you just want to boost your sales or you want to have a wonderful, you know, event, and I'm a big believer in event, events. <laughs> Those of you who have been listening for any time or on in a retail retailer's inner circle or in my mastermind groups, you know that events are important and I talk about them all the time. So I want you to run the events, but again, knowing the purpose of your event is profit. If it's, it's, if you're going through all this work, we want to make sure it's profitable for you. So again, have a sales goal, if that's the type of event we're doing and have a budget assigned to it, be realistic and be honest with yourself about the budget. I know that nobody likes talking about the numbers, but that's what we're here for. So there we go. So I hope that makes sense. The uh, the next step in getting your event um, really like doing really well with your event and getting a, having a sold out event is putting a timeline together of what needs to happen. And if you're a squirrel brain like me, I've shared that before, I can go off on these great tangents and have wonderful ideas. Super cool. I'm super good at the idea bank, right? But how do we keep them you know, how do we keep on track? We have a timeline. So we start as far out as we can, ideally, you know, six to eight weeks, maybe out. And then we just figure out week by week, what we have to do, whether what, who can we get art to help us. And starting far out, if you're kind of rolling your eyes, or you're thinking that's not you, listen to this, come back, come back to me for a minute. <laughs> it will save you money, the further out you plan your events. In that, you can reach out to vendors, you can check, you know, with your wholesalers for prizes. There's just so many things that you can do in advance that will save you money and that you won't feel and you'll remember to do as well. I know that sounds kind of funny, but you'll think of better ideas when you do it far out. And again, I want you to stay on track, but I also want you, you know, this will open up the doors if you know what you're doing more opportunities will open up and save you money. You'll be able to maybe reach out to some people who might support you. You'll be able to invite different people or the right people. You'll be able to do marketing well. There's so many there's so many advantages to planning it out, marketing it. Marketing your event primarily is the biggest thing and we'll talk about marketing. But weekly tasks leading up to the event that you're doing 
even simple events. It's just so helpful. It's going to help you. And we all need help, right? We all need as much help as we can. So I also, on that note, I want to encourage you to ask your team for help. Who can help you? That's a question I always write down on my, you know, on my event planning. Who can help me with these tasks? You have people around you. You have, you know, who can help you? Who do you know in the community that can help you? Who do you know in the community that would also like to be involved with this? Thinking about the who is really important when we're putting events together. The, again, I want to reinforce as well too, we're not going to change the game plan all throughout. We're just going to enhance the game plan as as per our, our detailed description and our outcome. And I also, I just want to encourage you, you will feel so good when you do this. You feel so good when you plan it out in advance. So I do also want to share the marketing strategy around building up a successful event. And I am going to do that on a separate podcast simply because I have a lot to share about event planning and getting the ideal people to come to your events and getting hype built up. And we're going to talk about some free ways and some, you know, there's paid ways. We all know the paid ways, but we'll talk about both. But I want to encourage you to, I'll share a lot of free ways and we'll have that on on a very, on an upcoming episode very soon on marketing your events. So I want you to feel like a, a rock star. <laughs> and another big tip, maybe one of the, the, you know, the greatest thing, as I said, you know, being prepared, you know, it just builds our confidence. It builds our confidence in ourselves and our team when, and it also builds the success. So I, I really want you to think about that. And here's a really big tip. And this, this is maybe the most important one from everything I've shared today, other than having objectives and goals, keep notes. Now, what I mean by that is let's stop reinventing the wheel every year. You're doing all these different events. We don't have to create new events. We actually are encouraging you to have signature events, right, over and over again. So we want to stop reinventing the wheel. So keep notes, become that really organized person that keeps notes. I have so many clients that do this and it's just so helpful year after year for them. So we call it an event debrief. So after the after the event, after the thing has happened, we can improve and enhance for the next time we do it. And then we can rinse and repeat. And that is my friend, the secret to how, you know, we make life easier and we work smarter, not harder. So know your outcomes, know the costs, pay attention, like really sit down and debrief and, and maybe with your team, I usually do it with my team, but I would also do it, you know, with the numbers and, and just, you know, take an hour and debrief your event. If you had low attendance, if it didn't work, why? Like, we'll, we'll look, you know, we'll look at why. I'll, I'll ask my clients. That, and I had a, a member of my retailers inner circle the other day, you know, on our, uh, we have a monthly roundtable call. And uh, it's a live call where I answer all their questions and we talk, you know, we talk about these things. And she's like, you know, I had a low attendance and nobody came and her assumption was customers aren't coming to events anymore. And then somebody else was like, well, mine was really good. So when we did a debrief and we went a little bit deeper and we were talking about it, she, she probably didn't market it that well. And it didn't, well, she didn't really know. And then when she went to look at the numbers and she came back to me after, so the call was over, our round table was over and she sent me a text and she said, you know what? I had low attendance, but when I actually just, you know, took the numbers apart her and she didn't actually have specific goals, but she had 
was feeling bad about the whole event. And when she actually looked at the numbers, she actually made a great profit that day, (laughs) better than she had thought about. So in her head, she thought it was low attendance and it could have been better. And there was, we talked about ways to do that, but in her numbers was the truth. So sometimes we have to sit down and ask ourselves, okay, what is this true? And looking at our numbers and pulling things out, we have to ask ourselves what's driving the sales? Like what drove the sales? Like why did people come in? Was it, you know, was it the discount, the clearance that we were doing? Was it the prizes we were offering? Was it just the hype that we, you know, we offered? Was it the excitement? Was it the musical band we had playing? Like what was it that was driving? What what were people telling you? What were people telling you was the reason that they came in? Like, I couldn't wait to get here. You know, those events that we have, what was driving sales? So that's always good to put in there as well, too. You know, I would also go, I always ask myself too, how do customers feel? You know, you can kind of tell, was it, what was the energy? What was the vibe in the shop that day with the people that came to that event? And how did your team feel? Like, what did we do well? What didn't we do so well? What could we improve upon next time? Awesome questions to ask yourself in a in an event debrief. Keep those notes and then they'll be helpful to you the next time you want to do that. So, okay, my friend, I hope that has been helpful to you in running your own successful events. And again, I want to encourage you to take these steps one at a time, have an objective, you know, and a reason for your event, having metrics and, you know, understanding how you'll know if it's successful Also looking at making sure that you have a timeline, break it down week by week. That really helps as well. And having that budget, you know, that budget's really going to help you. I promise. Nobody likes to talk about budgets, but that's what we do. That's the only way we can see profit. We want a profitable event, right? That's always the goal. So listen for an upcoming episode soon. I will be sharing on marketing tips for your event. I think there's so many wonderful ways that we can reach new people, new eyeballs, uh, new customers, and we can make sure that we're re-engaging with our existing clients so that they come back and finding other people. If you're trying to find maybe those new people in your community or the media or whatever it is, I will be sharing with you some strategies to do that for free. And, uh, you know, paid advertising we'll, we'll talk about as well too. But As you know, my five-part framework, as I share all the time, uh, my five-part marketing framework that I share inside my retailer's inner circle group is really about attracting new people. And there's so many different ways to do that. So we're, you know, attracting, engaging, nurturing, serving, and wowing and delighting our customers all the time. And if we keep those going and we can keep those things happening with our awesome events, then they will keep coming. We'll keep that, we'll keep that going, right? So, okay, my friends, I'd love to see you inside the Retailers Inner Circle. If you're not a member, come and join us. Join the next roundtable. We have one a month. We also have uh, master classes. We have a full library in there for you to jump in and take information as you need it. It's not about keeping up inside our Retailers Inner Circle. It's about leaning in when you need some support and leapfrogging Why reinvent the wheel every time, right? So we would love to see you inside the Retailers Inner Circle. And if you have any questions about that or how else I can work with you, I do have other programs and services as well too. I would love to answer them for you. So connect with me on Instagram or jump over to my website at wendybatten.com. Okay, my friends, have a great, great week. I'm curious to know, I can't wait to hear your conversation around events and what events you're planning and your success stories about events. So have a fantastic week, my friends. We'll see you next week.
Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week, and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week. 